0: Hey, what's going on, y'all? Fat Boy Chronicles. What do do gum shoe? Today is Tuesday in 2021, July of 2021. Um, so I wanted to get on here and continue my my episode number two of Growing Up in Sunnydale Projects in San Francisco. So, um, without further ado, here's part two. So, here's the thing with Growing Up in San Francisco in the 80s. Like I said before, uh, most places, you know, are familiar with this. Major major cities uh, were pretty much the ones that got, got, basically, when it came to the crack epidemic. Uh, San Francisco was one, L.A. was one, New York was one uh chicago different places like that uh the major major cities that have major uh that have major traffic so to speak when it came to uh crack cocaine whatever you want to call it um were the major cities and you know now we find out later on you know why the crack was in the hood what made the crack get to the hood different things like that uh now we find out later why that was but in san francisco it's very prevalent it was very it was obvious it was seen a lot um i know me personally i will not speak anybody's name but i've known a lot of dudes and women that have dealt drugs dealt with drugs uh all kinds of things uh when it came to that era in that particular situation. But growing up in Sunnydale during that time was interesting because I didn't, when I first moved there, we could literally leave our doors open at nighttime. And my grandmother, she, uh, you know, she would hang out with her friends on the porch and they would talk and kick it and do different things like that. And I remember as a kid, as I got a little bit older, my grandmother got these silver bars uh, around her house and on her door because the fiends had got so bad that they were breaking into people's houses, stealing things. So my grandmother was like, you know, to protect herself, she always kept a gate on her windows and on her doors. So even the front the front back doors, the back windows, my room, the back room, um it was it was uh bars kept on the doors and the windows. And I remember thinking as a kid like it almost felt like prison. But then I was like, "Uh eh, it's pretty, you know, it's to protect us. Like we, you know, can't nobody just run up in our house, which is which was the cool thing about it. And I just remember as a kid, like going outside. I remember being able to hang out, you know, past a certain time or hanging out past nine or ten o'clock. And then, like a couple years later, the, it was a no-no uh, because the crack had, you know, the crackheads were out, uh, the dolphins was out, the. The dealers was out. Everybody was out. Shooters, everybody. Um, And I remember, (laughs) I remember as a kid, I'm laughing about it now because in my head, you know, as a kid, you're not really thinking about it. But now as an adult, it's not so funny. But as a kid, it was really funny to me. So my grandmother and my mom would take us downtown to san francisco and we would sit in my grandmother's car uh my mom would go hang out or kick it or my grandma would go hang out or not really hang out but like sit in the car and wait on my mom you know she'll go hang out and kick it and things like that and um like all the gay people loved my grandmother i don't know why i think it's because my grandmother was just so open and she was so like I don't even like, she was just so cool with everybody. Like it didn't matter what color you were. It didn't matter your sexual orientation or anything. My grandmother, Marion long was the dopest woman in the world to me. And that was because she had such a big heart and she was so open and she had her own battles and things she went through. And then she became something great. She became a great woman, uh, helping others, helping kids. Helping grown people, helping people with the AIDS virus, different things like that. My grandmother was front line to that. And she would take us downtown and have us sit and watch basically the crackheads or the gays or whatever you want to call it. And a lot of times gays would just be dancing and prancing around and doing whatever they do. And we thought that was fascinating and funny to us, but you know now you find later on you know about the lgbtq community and find out how cool it is it's really not a bad community of people it never was it was just people were bigoted and they had issues with it i never had issues with it growing up because i grew up literally in one of the (laughs) most open cities in the world and at that time, the height of the LGBTQ community or being gay at that particular time was looked at as bad in other places, but it was wide open in others, such as San Francisco. Um, for example, Hayden Ashbury was a big place in the 70s and the 80s where gays would just go and do what they do, Castro Street, uh still one of the biggest places where gays would just go and do what they do um but these places because i seen that i never had an issue with it i never had an issue with the lgbtq community at all never ever ever still don't but anyway back to what i was saying so we would go down there and watch these people and watch these fiends or whatever And they would just act a fool. Like, they would fight. They would... It would just be silly things that they would do. And we would just react to it. Because (laughs) it was just the thing to do, I guess, at the time. I remember one time my grandmother took us down there. And we were sitting in front of this club uh, down there. It was called the Blue and Gold. And it was a gay club. My grandmother, she just was hanging out or whatever and waiting on my mom and... She would always park right there at that particular club because all of the gay men would watch us while my grandmother went and did whatever she had to do or my mom did whatever they had to do. So they would watch us or they would just come, you know, and interact. So one night we were down there and a, a... transgender man came out of the club his name was madam and madam came out of the club and madam was shooting and when madam was shooting my grandmother i remember my grandmother telling, him get down duck down because somebody was in the club trying to fight madam and madam came out and started shooting these are just some of the things that I experienced in the 80s growing up in San Francisco and also growing up in Sunnydale Projects. Um, like I said before in my other episode, it was a it was a interesting time. I won't say it was a horrible time. It was just an interesting time, especially where I lived at. Because I can remember as a kid where the grass was super green, uh, I remember they used to have the maintenance people come out and the landscapers and cut our grass and do our different things around the neighborhood and then after a while they can stop coming uh trash men used to come and dump the trash they just stopped coming basically the neighborhood just got terrible the grass stopped growing uh it was dirt everywhere it was glass everywhere everywhere you turned you turned down an alley I remember six, seven years old, walking certain places and seeing things I had no business seeing. Uh, and that's just basically what it was back then. It was, it, was in a, it was a horrible place to raise a child, but the experience that I gained, the knowledge that I gained, the things that I learned in this neighborhood are priceless. The memories that I have of the people that were around, and the community because at one time we were all community everybody knew everybody and everybody knew family i can remember one time i came home from school and my grandmother wasn't home but the neighbor she had told the neighbor to let me come over there and i went over there you know it's just it's just different it was different times and then when crack came it just changed everything everybody was in their house doors closed locked whatever was going on outside was going on outside people just never people stopped being community orientated it was more things to do as a kid like i remember we had a rec center when i first moved to sunnydale we had a rec center so i would go up there and walk up there and interact and play and you know deal with other kids and stuff like that but I was such a, a shy kid. I didn't really. I got picked on more than I, you know, more than I interacted. I guess, and that was the biggest thing. That was the that was the hugest thing was going out, having that, having a community center, having different events around the neighborhood, barbecues, different things like that. Community-based things. That's what I remember the most about Sunnydale. It used to be so many things to do in San Francisco and Sunnydale projects alone. And then it just got really, really bad. And I kind of miss that about my neighborhood, about community. That I really do miss that. And I wish my upbringing in Sunnydale was a little bit better. Uh... I didn't have so many run ins with different people, but I wouldn't change it for the world. It was it was the most beautiful, dysfunctional, messed up situation that I would never, ever change ever in my life. And it's all gone now, but I still hold on to those memories. I still hold on to the to the greatness of it. Because I I feel like Sunnydale produced such great people, and it really, really did. And some of them got cut down short. Others, you know, others succumbed to drugs and alcohol and different things like that. But overall, good people, just good, good people that came across my life. And good, good people that came across my family and extended family, and different things like that. I will never, ever forget that. All right, y'all, Fat Boy Chronicles, uh, part three. I'ma try to get it done sometime this week, but part three, I'ma go a little bit deeper um, and talk about a little bit more, a little bit how it affected the community, how the drugs infected the community, how the AIDS epidemic affected the LGBTQ community. How rallies and different things and riots and different things happen around the city. Um, Also, I'm going to talk about the giants, the earthquake that happened in 88. Uh, Different things that happened uh, during that time. I'm going to talk about it and tell you my experiences and what I went through and then what was going on at that particular time as well. Alright y'all, Fatboy Chronicles, get at me, you know where I be.